Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you biblical strategies and motivation so you can get out there and get some stuff done for your king, King Jesus, that is. And what do we mean by turning your cities upside down? Well, the devil is a perverter, and things have been twisted. And so when we get the word of righteousness, we're sent out, hallelujah, we're empowered to go make right or go make wrongs right. So really the world is upside down. Yeah, yeah. And so the righteousness will make right wrongs. Hallelujah. Some people are living in total chaos. I mean, you know, have, have you ever been upside down for any period of, of time? You know, the, the blood rushes to your head, you start getting delusional. That's where a lot of people are. Uh, but I'm telling you, you've been equipped. If you're born again, you've been equipped with the word of righteousness and he sent you out. And so you can help people get things right. Hallelujah. And come out of that craziness and chaos that they are living in. I'm telling you, today is going to be a great day. I'm joining the studio right now with some very special guests. We've got Elijah Morrell, yes, Reverend. Sir. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Hang on now. Reverend. Yes, sir. <laughs> Elijah Morrell. Hallelujah. Yes, Thank you so much for being here, bro. Thank you for having me, sir. An honor to be here with you and an honor to be with you guys, everyone who's watching and a yeah. part of this and listening. The Lord is good and gracious. I think we're in for a treat. Amen. I'm really excited about Come what on, the Lord bro. has for us today, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the word of the Lord is going to help some folks. That's right. Amen. That's so, right. We, so we got Reverend Elijah and then we've got Ben. Now, Ben, are you a reverend, sir? No, I not uh, Reverend Ben Pace, just yeah. Ben Pace, just just Ben Pace, just Ben. Well, we got Ben Ben Pace here. Thank you so much, man. Yes, sir, for being a part Honor of the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah, Glad yeah. To be here. I believe it's going to be good. Yeah, I believe the Lord's going to bring out some things that people need to hear. And uh, I think there's just a wealth of uh, just the few minutes that we were talking before this. I think sure. there's just a wealth just in this in this group of two or three. That's good. And uh, if there's anything we know about two or three that yeah, are gathered, come on. Yeah, um, yeah. Somebody you know, else is here too. He's, he's here yeah, as well. That's Amen. right. That's right. So guys, we're going to help some people turn their worlds upside down, you know, and, and that's, that's our goal mm -hmm. is uh, we're just challenging folks. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we can't get out there and do it for them, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, we can, uh, we can do what we're anointed in grace to do and that's give them some, some tools that they can take and get out there and get some stuff done. Hallelujah. Listen, don't delay friend. You need to accept Jesus Christ today. That's right. And if that's there's right. anybody to be working for, it's the King of Kings and that's the Lord right. of Lords. So he's, he, he's recruiting you. Come on. I, I'm not recruiting you. Jesus is recruiting yeah. you. He wants yeah. you to get in the game friend. So hallelujah. No more AWOL. All right. Mm. There's some people out there. You've been AWOL, wow. absent without leave. It's time to get off the couch. Come on, Come on. and get in the game. And today is going to be a great word to kind of stir them, right? Yes, sir. To stir them. Um, faithfulness is what's on my heart. Um, it's something that I've seen work in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, what's important, um, Brother Hagen uh, said this. Oh, also. we like Brother Hagen. We like Brother Hagen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah. my spiritual grandfather. Mine, those, mine too. For those who don't know, my spiritual father is uh, Keith Moore. Um, oh, uh, we like him church. too. We like him too. I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm checking the boxes. Yeah, man, yeah, I tell yeah. you. But uh, spiritual father is Keith Moore over the Branson, Missouri. Been a part of their ministry since uh, 2008. And it's been an honor and a privilege to be a part yes. of it. And so anyway, I say all that to say um, uh, Brother Hagen uh, would talk about things and he would say that that there were some things that could be lost to a generation. He was talking about the wow. move of the Spirit. Yeah. And he was saying that he didn't want those things to be lost to a generation. And um, what I also think is key in Paramount as well, to, to add to this, Brother Hagen would also say, a lot of times preachers preach from a higher level than what the people are ready to hear. Wow. Mm -hmm. and, and then people get upset. And they mm -hmm. say, well, how come I did this? I did that, you know, and, and it didn't happen in my life how it happened in their life. Right. And I think what we need to do is always get back to the basics mm. good. and check up. Mm. Good. It's always good yeah, to yeah. have. The, Paul said it, examine yourself right, right. to see whether you're in the faith or that's not. Right. I think it's always that's, good that, to, have good. A, to right. have a checkup. 
You know, and so this is what I think is always imperative. And I think with faithfulness, uh, the Lord told me, well, I'll, I'll share that later, but um, I have a verse here, if you don't mind me, me sharing. No, please, bro. Um, Bring uh, it. Proverbs 28 and verse 20 is where mm. I want to start here. I think it's a, a powerful verse to start where this is concerned in Proverbs 28 and verse 20. Uh, if you have a Bible and you're able to, go ahead and grab it and, and uh, be involved here and, and get on in. Uh, the Lord has something good just for you. Amen. And, and Amen. so I thank, that, I thank the Lord for this opportunity. Once again, and I thank you, Pastor Justin. I think the Lord um, is up to something good. So here I believe it. Proverbs 28 and verse 20, it reads, A faithful man shall abound with blessings, mm-hmm. but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. When he says a faithful man here, the blessings he's talking about are signified the blessings that come from God. Watch this. And man. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Jesus. The Bible says that he he grew in grace and that um, he had favor with both God and both man. God and man. Yeah. And I, what what is the key to favor with God and man? Faithfulness. There it is. Hmm. Faithfulness is the key to favor with God and man. Mm-hmm. Because God loves faithfulness, and a mm-hmm. true man or woman of God mm-hmm. or who's sensitive to these things, even a man who's not sensitive to these things, they like faithfulness. Yeah. Someone who will be faithful, someone who will be there. Right. That's right. another. That's a definition of faithfulness right there, just being mm, that's there. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And being true to the original. Doing like sticking with told. something. And sticking right. to something. Yeah. So that's the verse that I had on my heart there for sure. But that's good. Uh, I'm excited to, to jump into this conversation because I'll say this too, and then, you know, I'll, I'll turn it over, but... A lot of times we, we've majored on God's part and minored on ours. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, we, well, what do I mean by that? Let me give you an example. This verse right here. A faithful man, I'm going to read it how a lot of people have read it. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. That's how a lot of people have read this. <laughs> But that's yeah. not that's not <clears throat> they pull part. out the the blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm gonna get but blessed. what what is the catalyst? Exactly. Yeah. A faithful man. Yeah. So that's my part. Yeah. The blessings, that's his part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's faithful. He'll do he'll do he'll do what he said. Uh mm-hmm. God's faithful. The question is, are we? Yeah. Wow. Are we gonna stick it out to see the move? <clears throat> you know, lives? your your faithfulness is gonna have to endure beyond your attention span. Ooh, that's come good. On. Right. <laughs> That's good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, what is the current attention span right now? I, I, I think it's like anywhere from eight to 15 seconds yeah, yeah. for the average adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, people. Mm-hmm. Like if we're going to stick with something, we're, we're going to have to be able to endure when our attention isn't razzled and dazzled. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's you know? absolutely right. You know, you're watching your favorite show and you're all in or whatever, listening to your favorite song. You're like, oh, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Well, your faithfulness is going to have to go beyond your feelings. Oh, that's that's right. good. It, it will. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, wow. that's good. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of what's on my mm. heart there. And Ben and I, we've had a uh, testimony here. You, you jump in here, Ben, but uh, testimonies about faithfulness and, yeah. uh, and what comes to our heart where that's concerned. What, what would you kind of say about some of these things? Well, uh, what comes to my mind is I was mentioning this to Justin before the podcast, but... Um, you know, I, I was serving a ministry down in Texas and it was after about a year, you know, in the beginning, we, there was what I would call the honeymoon stage. Right, right, right. And it was all fun and cool. And, yeah. and it, I mean, it still was fun and cool after that, but you know, real life is setting in, you know, um, you, the flesh is not as excited as it was mm-hmm. in the beginning. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think, well, I, I wonder if it's time for a transition. Mm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm just praying about transition. You hear this a lot. <laughs> and, and it's good to pray about transition. Yeah, 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 understand yeah, me, yeah, but yeah. Uh, my friend Joey Roberts, shout out to Joey Roberts. He's a minister uh, down in Texas. Yeah, I know Joey. Uh, oh, you do? Man. Oh, man. He's, oh, I mean, not, not well, but favorite. we, yeah. Yeah. Good, man. good man. Um, yeah. But he, he said to me, he said, Ben, stick and stay. It's bound to pay. Okay, it was him. Yeah, awesome. And, uh, you know, the thing is about faithfulness, uh, Elijah, you were just mentioning Proverbs uh, twenty-eight twenty. If you go the verse before that, yeah. Verse yeah. 19, it says, he who tills the land will have plenty of bread, <laughs> yep. but he who yeah. follows after uh, vain pursuits, one translation says, will have poverty enough, or in other words, they'll come up empty. Yeah. See, mm. what happens a lot of times is people don't stay somewhere long enough to dig up what God has for them there. Wow. In fact, yeah. in Deuteronomy chapter 8, he said, I'm bringing you into a good land out of whose hills you will dig brass and copper. Yeah, right. That's right. treasure. Yeah. yeah. And so when God brings mm. you into a good land, it may not always look like that on the surface, mm-hmm. but if you don't have any staying power and if you, you're not willing to dig through 
your flesh not liking it or mm. through offense or mm-hmm. whatever the mm-hmm. case is, oh. you may never find the buried offense. treasure that's hidden there. And, and so for me, I think um, if I had gotten impatient and gotten in a hurry to get away from where God had joined me at that time, there are treasures that I, I yeah. am confident Come that on. I would have missed out on. Wait, now, you didn't, you didn't say this, but I heard something that kind of goes into when you're talking about tran- transition. Yes, sir. So you mean boredom isn't a leading? <laughs> It's leading. It's not the leading of God. <laughs> a lot of people are transitioning prematurely because you just got bored. That's right. Come on. Yeah. That's the truth, Justin. That may be another podcast, guys. It may be. Oh, no, that's whole nother. good. We got to come back and do it. <laughs> I'm going to get Elijah a t-shirt that says that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's yeah, a whole yeah, nother yeah. podcast. I, I, say, I oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's a good shirt idea. Right that there. is. Right wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Man, guys, uh, do me a favor. Uh, you listening, you watching, do what I just did. Share this um, and let people yeah. know. Uh, what's going on. I think there's some things here that the Spirit of God is showing that would help us all to grow and develop in these things. Um, another thing the Lord put on my heart about faithfulness. Um, uh, Come on, Reverend. You know, Joseph, he's mm. faithful. Uh, Joseph was, was considered to be a faithful man. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says mm-hmm. that the Lord was with him. And he was faithful. Man, you talk about uh, conditions that are oh, not... man. Uh, that would not support him being faithful. Lied about. Yeah. Falsely accused. A slave. A slave. Come a on. slave. His brothers His just brothers. loved him dearly, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, he could feel the love. He felt it, bro. As they <laughs> were pushing him into the, <laughs> into the well. And yeah. so what I'm saying is, though, he never lost his faithfulness. Right. Yeah. And here's the, here's the thing. The Bible says that until the day that he received what was promised, the word mm. tried him. That's wow. Right. Wow. Wow. I'm pausing for effect. That's what yeah, yeah. shout out to my spiritual yeah. father. That's what yes, he would sir. say. Uh, but, but I that, tried that and it didn't work. No, brother, the word tried you, you and you didn't exactly. work. Exactly. And you weren't, <laughs> watch it, you weren't found Yeah, faithful. faithful. Come on. Oh, come on, man. That's pretty, I got to stay hey, back for that. That's another podcast, that's another right, podcast right there, right bro. There. Right yes, right there. Sir, yes, sir. Go ahead, Ben. I know what what is faithfulness? Come on. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It's yeah, fruit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Joseph, faithful. To do what, whatever he was told. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Faithfulness means true to the original. You know, have you ever heard of a painting, a, a faithful rendering of okay, a painting? Yeah. It's true to the original That's painting. Right, right. To be faithful is to be true to the original. Mm. To be faithful where our mm. faith is concerned is to be true with the original thing God wow. said. Wow. Uh, see, a lot of times people in ministries, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it now. Here go I there, go. Go there, bro. Go there. A lot of times people in ministries suffer burnout because they haven't been true to the original thing God That's said. That's it right there. Holy Spirit never leads you into burnout. No, he never does. No, never never. does. And so uh, if there is burnout in our lives, if there's burnout in your life, what I would suggest is look look it over. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Did God tell me to do this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because there's some things in our lives that aren't sins, they're weights. Weights, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what he said in Hebrews, let's lay aside every weight and the sin. So there's some things that aren't sin necessarily, but they weigh you down from running your race. And so Joseph is a faithful man. We know what happened Mm -hmm. to him. We know what happened with uh, Potiphar's wife. We're all familiar with that story. And how Potiphar's wife was trying to entice him into doing something that his conscience, the the Mm -hmm. voice of your spirit, Mm -hmm. was telling him not to do. He didn't have the law. Uh, he mm-hmm. had an easy way out, but he had faithfulness. Yeah. Wow! See, what God has always been about is faithfulness. Mm-hmm. The reason it wasn't a, a pre-downloaded law that mm-hmm. kept Joseph from sinning. It sure. was faithfulness. Sure, that's right. Because he didn't have the law. Sure. But he had faithfulness in his heart. And here's mm-hmm. another thing. I, I bring that up to say faithfulness will keep us. Mm-hmm. It'll keep us. Yeah. And I think in this day that mm-hmm. we're living in, we see it all over the place. Uh, trickery deception, yeah. uh, lies, mm-hmm. and people trying to at, pretend that they're in the one place when they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what I'm saying here is faithfulness mm-hmm. keeps us. Faithfulness keeps us. It will keep you. Wow. Wow. And um, mm-hmm. last thing I'll mm-hmm. say here, and then I'll, we'll have a discussion here. Dan, uh, Daniel, he's another one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Here's, a, here's something that will bless our listeners who are watching and, and who are listening. Uh, when God called somebody... Most of the time they were doing something. Mm-hmm. He didn't call. He, I find it interesting, Ben. He didn't call the people who were just sitting around and just right. praying right. that God would do something. Oh, God, just use me. Now, there's nothing wrong with that sure. prayer. There's sure. nothing wrong with it at all. We've all prayed that prayer, and I believe mm-hmm. it's appropriate for us to do it. Right. But when God calls you out, mm-hmm. oftentimes you're doing something. Mm-hmm. David was doing something. He was in the sheepfold. Yeah, yeah. Joseph, he, he, he was doing something. He was running mm-hmm. an errand. 
And, mm-hmm. and for, his, for, his, for his father, he was mm-hmm. meeting up with his brothers. We know it went down, but God used right. it. Right. He said, you meant it for evil, but God turned it for good. Mm-hmm. Gideon. He was in the threshing floor, right? He was doing yep. he was doing something. Yep. There were things going on. People right. were doing something. Daniel comes to my heart because it says Elisha. In, in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. yeah. All doing well, something. Daniel yeah. comes to my heart. Daniel says here uh, about the life of Daniel. We know about him. He says this uh, in, in Daniel 6, verse 1. Uh, it says, It pleased Darius to set Daniel over uh, the kingdom. Well, to set over the kingdom, excuse me, 120 uh, servants to be over the whole kingdom. Skip on down to verse uh, 3. It says, then this Daniel, watch this, distinguished himself mm. above everyone else because an excellent spirit was in him. You skip on down to verse four, it tells us that he was faithful. Mm-hmm. Faithfulness, and this is what I'm saying, I'm, you know, let's have a discussion about it. Faithfulness distinguishes you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Faithfulness will distinguish you. It will distinguish me. Being faithful. So uh, I think that's an interesting thing to talk about here is how faithfulness causes us to stick out, causes us to be called out. Mm-hmm. It distinguishes us. I believe that. Uh, I believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well, really that scripture and somebody, one of y'all before the podcast mentioned it, uh, I believe it's um, Proverbs 20, verse 6, uh, a faithful person who can find. Yeah. 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 That, that's why it's such a distinguishing mark exactly. in our generation. Obviously, this is a biblical principle, so it's beyond our generation. But yeah. apparently, mm-hmm. according to the scriptures, mm-hmm. faithfulness is a uh, quality that is rare. It is. Yes. Yes. So it is a distinguishing mark. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we run a daycare. We got about 20 employees. And so uh, you can tell yeah. pretty quick if these people have the quality yeah. of faithfulness or loyalty or, you know, um, because it is rare and yeah. we're, we're, we're constant. I mean, we have great, great, great staff over, mm, sure, over sure. there now, but I'm saying part of our prayer, uh, e- even in the church is God, we thank you for faithful folk, man, that will, yeah. will stick with the thing, you know, that they will uh, accomplish, you know, that they will, will finish what you've put on their hands or in their heart to do. Yeah. It's a rare quality guys. Unfortunately, it is a rare quality, but, um, Man, I'm claiming faithfulness. I'm claiming it. Hallelujah. I'm claiming it. I want to be found that way. Yes, um, you know, we could probably throw throw this in now at this point too, but Luke 16. Yeah. It says, he who is faithful yeah. in what is least yep. will be faithful in much. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, uh, it should be that there are more, uh, and it is happening, but I mean, uh, by by this point, you know, I'm thinking of that passage in, he- in Hebrews 6 where that admonishment was, you know, by this point, you guys ought to be teachers. Yeah. But where was the disconnect? Well, you got to be faithful in the little things, mm-hmm. the, the the little assignments, the little tasks, serving someone else. This, that's the context here. Yep, yep, yep. If you're not faithful in another man's, mm-hmm. how are you going to get your own? Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, man, I, I love the culture at Faith Life Church. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, there was lot, lots of things that we have learned from the humility of the amours and the culture that's there. Yeah. Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. But I, I remember as the Lord was dealing with me, as, as I was serving my pastor here, that uh, uh, this, this, this principle of faithfulness, um, for me, there was an element where the Lord was trying to get out of me always having to have my opinion known. Mm. Wow. And it was a really simple scenario, mm. but it was so profound. Well, exactly. Yeah. And I was downstairs in this building here where the, where, where the studio is, and we were moving tables of all things. And my pastor was on one end of the table and I was on this end. And, and he said to me, he said, Justin, where should this table go? Or where, where do you think we need to move this table? Now, this is such a little thing, but I'm telling you the implications. If I had missed the lesson, okay, mm-hmm. uh, I just looked inside really quick. You, and you know how it seems like it was an hour, but it was just a couple just seconds. Second. You know, yeah. I, I, just looked, I just looked inside, and I knew I could, uh, I could try and press for what I wanted for my thing, for my opinion, or I could learn a lesson of submission here in faithfulness. And I just looked at my pastor, and I said, wherever you want it. Now, oh, that was good. so simple, but I'm telling you guys, for me, that was monumental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monumental. I had to yeah. be willing to be like, you know what? Whatever you want. See, I was learning how to be faithful in another man's. That's right. And uh, learning that the lesson of enduring submission so that when the Lord would promote me later, 
Mm-hmm. Come on, the seeds that I had sown, come on, come on, and the lessons that I had learned, uh, you know, we're able to impart and train others in as well. And you know what? I could have said, yeah, let's put the table over here. And you know what? We would have went on. The table would have been there. It was a fine. It was a table. Yeah. It was a plastic sure. table. But the spiritual implications. That wasn't the only lesson, but that was one lesson. The Lord used that moment so profoundly yes, yes. as a lesson in faithfulness, mm-hmm. as a lesson of serving someone else's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because this was my pastor. You say, well, Justin, uh, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> how, how worthless are you? You couldn't even give an opinion on a table. Had nothing to do with that. Yeah. yeah. Heart thing. It was a heart thing. Mm-hmm. It was a heart thing. Faithfulness is a heart thing. It is. It's Will you stick to what God's called you to? Will you stick to what he's put in your hand? It doesn't matter if it's menial mm-hmm. or if it's big, big time. The, the Bible says if you're not faithful in the little things, it's a spiritual law. Yeah. There's no way you're going to skip over the little test and think you're going to pass the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I think it's important. Um, you know, one thing I'll hear, I'll say here, and then I know Ben's got something good here. Ben's but, got something stirring. Uh, yeah, he's got something stirring. The pot's stirring, man. I know. No, but uh, one thing I'll say here, you know, um, the Bible talks about Samuel. Mm. And um, Samuel, oh. uh, the Bible says in, in, in 1 Samuel 3, it says that Samuel served Eli. Yeah. Served the Lord under Eli's. Served the Lord. Under Eli's under supervision. Eli, yeah. mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. He served the Lord under Eli's supervision. The Lord spoke to my heart. He said yeah. something clear, not a voice, just inside me. Yeah. Like, let's speak to any born again, spirit filled Christian if you learn to listen. Now, Come he on. said. That's another podcast. That, that's another podcast. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it, guys. What, what, he, what he said to me was Did you notice that? That he served Eli? Mm-hmm. That he served me under Eli's supervision? Yeah. He said, Elijah, you have your own vision. But you mm. must submit it under someone else's supervision. Wow. I mean, that's that's good. And when Hallelujah. you submit your vision under someone else's supervision. supervision. Oh, man. I've never heard it phrased like that. That's that's really good, bro. When you do that, mm-hmm. then God's able to promote you. See, God's not about, he's not against you being promoted. Oh, no. He just mm-hmm. wants to be the one that does it. That's yeah. right. Because yeah. when he does it, it's the right time. It's the right season. Well, we say humble yourself under the mighty hand and what? He, he will lift, lift you up. Listen, if, if you don't do that, friend, uh, there is another process that you will encounter, and it's humiliation. <laughs> Resistance. Yeah, yeah. The, to demotion is technically, it's humiliation. Wow. And, but you would, it would, it's, it's better. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, the, the Bible gives us hints. Like, yeah, come on, guys. Wait, open right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humble yourself, yeah. and I will lift, lift you up. Yeah, yeah. That's Go ahead, so Ben. Good. Share, share, them. That's good stuff. Oh man, I got a few things, but I'll, I'll try to break it up. Um, you know, going back to what you said about a faithful man who can find uh, the preciousness of a faithful person. Mm-hmm. The Lord um, ministered this to me. I, I'm a big fan of guitars. Okay. Um, I'm a guitarist, and and one of my favorite guitars is a Paul Reed Smith. Ah. And uh, they're nice guitars. You yeah. Know, Three thousand dollar guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, every every week they on their social media they put out a post called uh, PRS Private Stock. Okay. And it's the rare guitars. Yeah. It's the special designs. Right. These are ten grand, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar guitars. Okay. Come on. And they're beautifully designed. They're special and they're private stock. And the Lord brought this scripture to my my heart um, in Second Timothy two chapter twenty. It says, "But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver." Right. But also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, mm-hmm. prepared for every good work. Yeah. And it goes on to talk about fleeing youthful lust, pursuing righteousness, faith, and it talks about avoiding strife. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. But big one. the thing about this is that, you know, there's two of these vessels in the house. But you know what's interesting about these vessels is that they're both in the house. They're both in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't ever become a vessel of honor if you don't stay in the house that God puts you in. See, there's a process. Oh, I see. Yeah. Of cleansing. Mm-hmm. There's a process mm-hmm. of pruning. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fact, faithfulness is a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. So John 15, he talks about, hey, if you're not bearing fruit, I'm going to prune you. Yeah. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to uh, trim the vine so that you bear more fruit. But, you know, I, I believe that faithful people are God's private stock. Wow. And they're set apart unto him. Well, that's what it says. That's why they're so rare. They're, it's yeah. the private stock. It's the yeah. it's the special collection. It's, it's the master's yes. collection. It's the vessels he uses. That he mm-hmm. uses yeah. Yeah. for his special good work. And you, and you see this in the Old Testament. 
Um, there's a couple people like this, um, and I'll just mention this real quick. Just in the book of Genesis, you see two people uh, who who were this way. And uh, first of all, in Genesis 24, you see Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Abraham asked his servant to find a wife for Isaac, mm-hmm. he said, uh, go to this land, go to this place, and find a wife for Isaac. And the Lord showed the servant exactly who to look for. And if you read the passage, you see that she was faithful. She was where she was supposed to be doing what she was supposed to be doing. And the Lord pointed her out to this servant. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about that is that if you just skip a couple chapters ahead, you see that Isaac, who is Rebecca's husband, in uh, Genesis 26, uh, chapter 2, it says, The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Live in the land which I will tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. And what's interesting about this is that you see later Isaac sowed in famine and reaped a hundredfold. But everyone else was going to Egypt. Mm-hmm. But Isaac didn't. So uh, you see this thing with Isaac and Rebekah is that they were both rare and they were both faithful. That's one of the reasons why God brought them together. Mm-hmm. Why did God skip over all these other people to get to Rebekah? Because she was faithful. Faithful. And, uh, you know, uh, Egypt, you know, a lot of people are going to Egypt still because Egypt is where the Egypt. money is. Yeah. Come on. Egypt is where the the, yeah. the, the, the cool programs are. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing against cool programs. Nothing. I'm just right, saying. Right, right, right. But, you know, yeah. but they're going for the wrong reasons. It's the lights. It's the, you know, it's the Branson Strip. And, oh. <laughs> and where did God? We we like Branson. Yeah, that, yeah, that, we, that, like, that, we like Branson. We just don't like the that, Strip. That sounded bad. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean uh, it like that. Well. Um, the truth comes out, you know, (laughs) but you know, what's interesting about that. I'm going somewhere with this is that, you know, Egypt is the very place that God delivered Israel out of 500 years later and brought them into the land that Isaac was in. So he was planning a promised land, but it came through faithfulness. Let me clarify here (laughs) because we're close to Branson, but I mean, it's not Branson. It's any place where people think, okay that they're going to have a gain because of this is where everything's happening in the natural. Yeah. Okay. God doesn't necessarily work off of demographic studies. Come on. Uh, Not that those are bad. Okay. But there, there's a lot of people. I mean, I've got several ministry friends. The only reason why they have a church where it's at is because of a paid for demographic study. Um, What I'm saying is everybody thought Egypt, Egypt was like, it was, it was where everything was happening. It was the hub. And so they assumed, hey, if I go there because of the economy or, you know, mm-hmm. this and that's going there or, you know, all this kind of stuff is, is, is here that that's where I'll be able to get my blessing or my provision or be taken care of. But sometimes the Lord doesn't work like that. He has you stay in a place of famine. That's right. Why? Because he's wanting to do something supernatural. That's right. That's right. Come on. Right? He's wanting you to land. plant a seed in, in, in what seems like the worst location for a ministry to start. That's Come right. on. Come on, so we know good. several people. Now, 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 we've got great ministers that are in prominent sure, places, sure, but, sure. But, but their stories is they were led. Exactly. They weren't led by just opportunity on yeah. paper, mathematical yeah. studies, you know, a, uh, algorithms that, that, that say, look, if you will build here, it'll be successful. There are natural things, sure. but the ultimate is that we're, 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 we're faithful to God's leading. Mm-hmm. Even if it seems like, are you kidding me? You want That's me to right. stay here? It's there's famine here. That's right. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You want me to dig in the sand right here? There's no water around here. Mm-hmm. No water, Oklahoma. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's no water. Uh, but it was faithfulness to the word of the Lord. Here's the word of the Lord. Here's opportunity. Here's the land of opportunity. But here's the word of the Lord. That's right. Come on. Are you going to stay faithful to the word of the Lord even when you plant a seed? And then you have to have patience. Are you going to remain faithful? Come on, yeah. To the word of the Lord, yeah. That's right. I, I'm reminded of what Paul said. Right, he said it in Acts. I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Uh-huh. See, I'm glad you brought that up because that's so true. Even with uh, Joseph, that you brought up, mm-hmm. he had a vision. Yes, yes. Okay, and however it came to him, dream, vision, open vision, whatever, trance, whatever. Uh, but even Paul too. And then when he encountered the shipwreck, remember the angel said, "Hey, look." You're, and I'm paraphrasing, okay? Sure, sure. But he said, hey, uh, bro, you're about to experience some some stuff that's going to make you want to talk to yourself. Uh, just remember, you have an appointment before Caesar in Rome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? So, I mean, there's going to be some stuff that's going to be crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, don't forget, you have the word of the Lord. That's right. No matter what happens, remain faithful. And so, you know, here's Paul, you know, as I think that, so here is 14 days in this hurricane-type storm. 
the ship's destroyed. They're, they have no food for 14, 14 days. What do, you th- what do you think he's doing? I've got to be in Rome standing before Caesar. I'm faithful. I've got to remain faithful to the word of the Lord. This, this shipwreck wants to try and derail me. Then he's washed up on the, the islands of barbarians of all things. Yeah. What, I, I just think to myself, what's he doing? Uh, the word of the Lord. I've got to appear before uh, Caesar in Rome. He gets bit by a snake. Come on. Yeah. And everybody's freaking out. Uh, what's he thinking? I've got to remain faithful to what? I've got to be in Rome. That's right. You know, then he's on the island for what? Some historians say it was a couple months. Mm-hmm. You know, tremendous things happen mm-hmm. on yeah. that yeah. island. But the, the point is so many people face opposition or challenges to the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But are you going to remain faithful in the midst of the storm? Are you going to remain faithful in the midst of these seemingly contradictory circumstances? Yeah. What's going to be the thing that you're clinging to, you're holding on to that's going to get you out? You've got to remain faithful to the word of the Lord. It doesn't look like it's going to happen, but the word of the Lord is what I'm holding on to that's here. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's you right. know, it, uh, the Bible says in Hebrews about Jesus, right? He, the Bible says he endured contradiction. Yeah. In Hebrews 12, where he talks about him, that he endured the contradiction. We're going to have to all endure yeah. contradiction to mm-hmm. what the, the word of the Lord is, but we must not be disobedient. Abraham. Abraham. He didn't consider the deadness of his body. Why? He had a word. He had, he a had word. to remain faithful to the, mm. the thing he heard. Yes. And then he is called faithful Abraham. Hallelujah. You know, guys, this brings up a, you know another thought just about, um, I mean, faithfulness uh, obviously includes the idea of endurance. It includes the idea of patience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, your, your, your endurance will be required. Uh, Hebrews says what? Hebrews 10, don't cast away your confidence. Right. Mm-hmm. You have need of endurance, it, it, it says, so that when you have what? When you've done all, when you've withstood, when you've, when you've accomplished, you'll receive the promise of what? The result of the word of the Lord. Right. Yeah. Like Joseph, I mean, you know, I don't know if he, I don't think anybody may have known exactly how it was going to work out, the ultimate outcome. He had the vision, but you know, what's, you know, when you plant a seed, you're not sure what the tree's going to look like yet. Sure. You know what I mean? But uh, but he had to endure. He had to remain patient. He had to remain faithful, or he wouldn't have uh, been able to taste of the resulting um, fruit, the yeah. harvest mm-hmm. of the word of the Lord. That's correct, yeah. But people are, 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 are quitting. They're quitting yeah. Yeah. prematurely. They have run out of endurance. Uh, their patience is garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to stick, you got to stick with the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, and to our generation and the one before us, what are we? We millennials? Yeah. Okay. I mean, or uh, what's the one? I've lost track. Before that. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, X, Y, G, A, B, Gen Z. I don't know what was something. Gen X, something. Okay. Whatever. Whatever it is. But, you know, we are such a need to be entertained you know thank we were talking about the attention span and, and i'm telling you you've got to focus on the word of the lord yeah. some people have one word of the lord mm-hmm. but they really want like 50 <laughs> but you have one yeah that's right. and you're 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 not getting along on the one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you're wanting something else you haven't been faithful in the one yet that's right yeah our generation has this almost insatiable lust to be razzled, dazzled, entertained, wowed, adrenaline rush, thrill seek. Sometimes the, the one word of the Lord may not include all of that. Yeah. And we have to navigate and go forward and be faithful to the one thing, mm-hmm. even if we're not just constantly being razzled and dazzled That's by right. it. Yeah, that's good. I think um, what comes to my my heart, you know, like I said, my spiritual father's Keith Moore, and the, the Lord gave him a word. Help Brother Hagen. Yeah, and I that love that story. One word was what? 25 years? years? Yeah. 20, 20 years? Plus. 20 years of his life and ministry. Yeah. So, but it was one word. One though. word. And so. Help them. Help them. Do help this ministry. Do yeah. this. You know, and, and I think what's good here, too, you know, we're talking about spiritual principles, but like, what are some practical things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
How can we practically see this Let's work do that. in our lives? Because I think a lot of times we can talk scriptures, and that's great. That's awesome. Praise God for his word. But how do we apply that to our mm-hmm. lives? And mm-hmm. so uh, I think it's good because, you know, Ben and I, we, we had the honor and privilege of serving yeah. Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben did it for a longer time than I did. I just did it for a year. And then I have some some more stories with that, too. But but uh, And then also he helped another ministry. He mentioned Joey Roberts. That was another ministry yeah. that he helped out just to do, just to do things that a lot of people like you like you said it's not the glamorous right moving thing. tables water is plants you know <laughs> yeah, but it's faithful water plants but it's faithfulness and that's the key and so uh yeah ben would you share some just some what comes to your mind about practical side of this thing because i think it's important that we have the practical well i'll say one of the biggest things i think that causes people to be unfaithful is offense come on mm, and mm, mm, um you know I, if i could share this you know um like you know and, and i think there's a parallel here, Justin, you could identify with this because you're married, you know, in, in marriage, this is faithfulness is such a big thing. Yeah, sure. And I think I was talking to Matt Fay about this and, you know, I think there's a parallel between commitment in marriage and commitment in ministry, mm. because there's that time where you've got that honeymoon stage, that right. this is exciting, this is fun. And then there's that practical everyday, like grind kind of mm. thing that comes in. People yeah. got flesh, everybody's human. But here's a big one is being corrected. <laughs> Come on. Um, Come you know, on. And, and, no, that, 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 that is a big one. You know, and, and sometimes in the moment you can think, well, they didn't do it right. Like, well, maybe they did or maybe they didn't, but that's not, that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did do it right and you're just sensitive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I had a, I had a time where um, I, I did something and it, it, I, my heart, my intention wasn't right. wrong necessarily. I, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Um, but I got corrected for it, um, pretty sternly. And it was one of the first times I had gotten Mm. corrected like that. And, uh, you know, it's easy to look at other people being corrected and be like, (laughs) you know, like, Oh, you needed that. Oh, but man, but your court date's coming coming up a mile away. Well, and and it's like, you know, your court date's coming up, you know, you don't, don't, you know, uh, uh, it's like, what is it? Jesus said, uh, if you call your brother a fool, you'll be in danger of the council. That means your court date is coming. Wow. Wow. Um, but uh, so I, I was tempted to be offended because I was corrected about something. Wow. Wow. And it been, was been there. <laughs> it was the first time that I was like, uh, it wasn't that I was actually considering leaving. I just felt like leaving. Mm-hmm. I felt like not being there. I, I felt like, you know, I don't have to take this. And you know what the thing is? I didn't have to take it. But right. if, I ha- if I hadn't have, if I hadn't have submitted, I'll, I'll get into this in a second, but I would have missed out on some things. I'm getting ahead of myself. But so I, I went before the Lord. I said, Lord, I, you know, I didn't think I did wrong about this. You know, I don't necessarily agree with this or agree with that. Or, you know, what about this and what about that? And the Lord just spoke to me. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. And he said, Ben, buddy, you have a choice. He said, uh, you can either submit or you can leave. He said, if you leave, you're going to miss out on so many things that I have for you. Mm-hmm. But wow. if you want to have your way, yeah. if you want to prove your point, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead, leave. Yeah. And uh, thank God, you know, by the grace of the Lord, I, you know, I had enough maturity to say, no, Lord, I know better than that. I don't want that. And uh, I went to them. I said, listen, I'm sorry. I messed up. I apologize. I won't do it again. Hmm. That was the end of it. Wow. It was over. We continued. Everything was fine. And, yeah. and over the course of, of some time, I saw they were right. <laughs> yeah. I missed it. I shouldn't have, I wasn't doing what I should have been doing there. Um, and I didn't see that in the moment. But, you know, yeah. oftentimes you don't. Yeah. Right. And oftentimes you don't see where you're missing it. And, yeah. and God, you know, gives other people perspective and they can see some things that you don't see. But if you don't have any humility, mm-hmm. if you're not willing to be corrected, and, and if you let that, at the first time something rubs your flesh the wrong way, you get offended or whatever. And, and in some cases, in that case, I believe they were right. In other cases, you know, with other people, there are times maybe people weren't right. right. Maybe they, they didn't say things the way they should have. Maybe they were just straight up wrong, mm-hmm. which is possible. Right. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to unhook and separate from the place that God has joined you? Because here's the thing. If you separate, you can't bear fruit. Mm-hmm. And right. faithfulness yeah. is fruit. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is, you know, people say, well, faithfulness is consistency. It is. Mm-hmm. But without multiplication, it becomes complacency. Mm-hmm. 
because that's, you look in Matthew good. 25, he, he called the faithful servants those who multiplied, multiplied what he gave them. Yeah. So it's growth. It's developing in the thing that God has put you in. Brother Keith served Brother Hagen for 25 years, but he didn't do the same thing for 25 years. He grew. Yeah, sure. And he was entrusted yeah. with more. Yeah. And, and as, as he began to be faithful, Brother Hagen entrusted him with more. Yeah. So really, faithfulness is multiplication. And, and you know, I don't want to get too biological here, but uh, how do you know that a, a husband and wife are have a good marriage. Well, they're bearing fruit, right? you know, and, and that's just how that is. If you're not bearing any fruit, there's no, there's no connection mm. and people separate wow. and they get wow. offended and then they don't bear the fruit that God wants them to bear because they're not faithful. Mm. Wow. wow. Yeah. I was thinking about what you were saying there. The scripture says a fool despises correction mm. or, or instruction. And, uh, man, praise, praise God, Ben, that you, you, you could have went the route of a fool. We all could have. I, yeah, I mean, we've all been in that. I've been in that place more than once. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. been in that place. Yeah. Oh, but thank you, Lord, for um, the people that He's connected us with. You know, He places in the body as He sees fit. That's right. And uh, so, wherever we're connected, um, you know, there's fruit that's to bear through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that's what you're saying. Like, you know, had had you missed your opportunity and and and, and disconnected yourself, the Lord didn't do it. Uh, he orchestrates relationships. We don't. Right. We yield to his orchestration and definitions. And so if he's placed us in a place, then there is a, a work through the connection that's to bear fruit through, yeah, yeah. through us. That's right. And uh, if we uproot before time, uh, we're, we're not going to bear the fruit that, that is worthy of the father's husbandry. That's right. Because he, he put us there. That's mm -hmm. right. You know, whether it was, you know, with Jeremy and Sarah or other ministries that we've been involved in or whatever, he placed us there. And our faithfulness is to, to bear fruit. And it's going to be connected with that ministry. There's going to be a flow. There's going to yes. be an, an, an outworking because he's also working on the fruit of uh, fruit abounding to their account mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really important that when we're in these places, I mean, you brought up a great thought here, uh, which could be another podcast, uh, <laughs> but we yield ourselves to the, to the places we're serving yeah. faithful in another man's, the supervision. Okay. Yes, yes, I, that's man, right. that's such that's a, right. there's so much to play on those words there. There is a supervision over us. Yeah. Okay. But it's also a greater vision. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's okay? absolutely. Yeah. But that greater vision is supervising us mm -hmm. and we're to be found faithful there. But God intends that, that there would be something that will abound to their account. It's coming through us. We have the privilege to bear the fruit that is worthy of the ministry that we're connected with. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, you see oh, yeah. what oh, I'm yes. saying? Like yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, there's powerful. a supply we're getting from them that's, yeah. that's feeding. And, you know, and sometimes the fools will go, man, look at, look at what I've done while I'm here. Mm -hmm. No, you missed it, bro. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have got that nutrient. That's you wouldn't right. have got that supply. Had you not yielded to God's definition of where you were to connect in, that's Ultimately, right. we're connected to, you know, the vine is Christ. But, um, but I'm saying in the micro sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, some of these ministries and, 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 and things, not just ministries, wherever God's placed yes, us. wherever, yeah. Becomes like that vine. Mm -hmm. And we have to be faithful to produce the fruit uh, that is worthy of the place where he's called us. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, I've just absolutely loved this thought. Um uh, the Lord's doing something. I, I mean, yes. I'm I just myself. I'm receiving. I'm receiving just a greater impartation. Praise God. That's that's what it's about. You know, um, we're talking about the practical side of, of these things. Mm -hmm. And um, I had the honor and privilege of serving with Jeremy and Sarah as well. And and I did it for a year. And Ben, how many was it? Three. I was a grand total of four years. Four years. The, the yeah, internship yeah. ended, but then I kept doing some stuff after yeah. that. So. What we're saying is, because like I said, a lot, like I said, a lot of times we can over spiritualize things. Sure. Um, how us being faithful is us being there to cut grass if yeah. that was needed. Right. You know, uh, another friend of ours, a good friend of ours, Danny Rodriguez. Shout out to him. You know, he was he was doing some things like that. He was doing okay. yard work and, and things of yeah. that nature. And uh, he left before when I got there. He pretty much left, but he was doing stuff like that. So that's what I'm talking yeah. about. <clears throat> the practical side of, of some of these things. You know, after my time with, with well, let me say it like this. So you you weren't always sitting right next to Jeremy doing doing the broadcast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Never. 
You know, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, let's try now. We all right. cleaned right. those toilets. You know? yeah, 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 we all cleaned the yeah. toilets. We did, but we were being. Fearful. I love that though, guys. You know, I say this wow. often. I say this often. I don't trust a minister unless he's had to mop a floor. Wow! Come on, come on. That's uh, that. that I don't that's real talk. I don't trust a minister unless he's had to mop yeah. the floor at least at least a couple of few times. I started out yeah. in the clean team at Faith Life Church. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I started. That was the first team I ever served. Yeah. Yeah. Was a clean team. And then I went on to kids and the, and the serving kids as well. But we're still doing clean team. Wow. And then Miss Phyllis put me on the internet team. Yeah. And I didn't know. I got to tell the story. It's a cool story. I didn't know why Miss Phyllis put me on the internet team. You know what yeah. I signed up for, Pastor Justin? <laughs> I signed up for altar care. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense, right? I mean, we're listening yeah. to this podcast. You know, I mean, th- there's a little bit of something there, right? I mean, right, it makes right. sense. It adds up in the equation. Yeah. But but Miss Phyllis said, no, I want you to go here. I want you to go to the um, internet team. Didn't know why. So I was sat in front of this wow. program and wow. I would do it. And But here's the, here's the thing. You can get offended. Yeah. Oh, psh- they don't see my gift. Right. They yeah. don't see my anointing. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, I put on their altar team. I'm like, come on. They can't read. <laughs> so, but you can get offended. You can uh, get to wow. this place where you're upset by saying, you know what? No, I trust where the Lord's placed. Me. Yeah. So I'm going to be faithful. So I'm sitting in front of this program and I'm doing it, you know, Friday and Sunday every now and then. So anyway, fast forward, I joined Jeremy and Sarah Pearson's. So they do these things called family nights is what they wow. did. Yeah. And so they, they would stream it out for people to see. And so um, I, they told me to, you know, be back to help, you know, the Jay is his name that does a lot of the, the IT stuff. Great, great, great man. Very patient man. <laughs> so, but anyway. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, we went and, and we were doing that. And they set me in front of this program and I opened it up. It was the same one that I've been serving at man, Faith Life Church. You can't make that stuff up, bro. You can't bro. make it up, man. That's when I threw my hands up and said, up. listen, the Moors are led by how they're led, man. I tell you, <laughs> no, 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 just, just joking there. But what I'm saying is faithfulness. What if I was disobedient there? Yeah. What if I said, you yeah. know what? No, no, they don't see my anointing. Right. i got to be on this team yep. to do this thing. But I was right where God had me yeah. to set me up for what's next. Now, let's go back to these practical wow. things. I don't want to wow. miss this. Practical things. Wow. I, after my time, it was at Serving Jeremy and Sarah is mm. where I met my uh, Pastor William Givens. Mm-hmm. is another gentleman okay. that I had an tr- honor to serve in Atlanta. We, we met him together. Ben and I, we were serving book tables, mm-hmm. and we met him there. We were serving Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons. We were under someone else's supervision, mm-hmm. and we met, we met him. We hit it off well. Next thing I know, they offered me an internship with them in Atlanta. Wow. Wow. So I'm, originally, that's where I'm from. Yeah. So I, I moved back to Atlanta to serve their ministry. Now, well, what was it like, Elijah? What was it like serving in a church? Man, I tell you, it's got to be cool, right? I mean, all these people. Man, I tell you, let you want to know what it was like? Cutting grass, <laughs> pulling up weeds, working, uh, worked myself sick a couple of times. <laughs> wow. And that wasn't on them. That was just me, right? Yeah. I didn't know, yeah. you know, I wasn't engaging where I was. I'm, I'm not saying anything bad. Taking care of their kids. Wow. You know, because if, if, I, if I took care, I, I figured if I helped with their kids, and babysat their kids for them, and they go out and have a good time, then that Sunday the anointing will be higher. Mm. Why? Because it's not about us. Be faithful where he joins you. Help that Mm, vision. mm, mm. Because if you'll help that vision, then God will lift you up. So I did that time I served there. And then afterwards, uh, I didn't serve for anything other than I felt like that's where the Lord said, go next. Right. I was true to the original. So that that was like a like an internship. Yeah, that was program. another internship thing. Yeah, were were the interns paid? Uh, this time I was, okay. but not in Texas. Yeah, but <laughs> typically Texas, though. Typically no. Typically no. So you you mean that people need to serve even at their own expense occasionally? Uh, oh, sh- you won't listen. You don't Somebody get to just the, logged off right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, we lost viewers. The, Click. The viewership went down. No, listen. Bye bye. Without that, without me, t- man, you want to know? Let, let me break it down for you. And yeah. let me t- break down Texas for you. The practical. Let's get practical with it. Practical. Come on, Red. What time do we get up? Um, you know, it, it varied from day to day, but at least seven. I mean, and know. we had to be at the ministry at what time? Uh, eight, eight o'clock maybe. Eight o'clock, I believe it was. And yeah. then we, we, like I said, we weren't getting paid, so we had yeah. to go to work next. So when we were both worked at Chick Fil A, Ben oh, before man. me, he had oh, a higher man. position, and wow. so we get out, we get done. What what time do we get off? Uh, two? Oh man, sometimes I get. I mean, I get done at midnight sometimes, and I I go to Walmart. I do all my grocery shopping at two in the morning at Walmart. <laughs> you know? So this was every day for a year, but for Ben, like four years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This was every day. You wake up, you go to a ministry, you're not getting paid, you're just yeah. serving because yeah. the Lord told you to. The Lord told you to. Not for ulterior wow. motives, the Lord said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And you go and you do that. Yeah. And then you go from there and you go, you're working a job, a natural job wow. that's taxing wow. that takes it out of you wow. for a whole year, in Ben's case, four years. Yeah. But without that, we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't be right here. Yeah, right. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I served that wow. ministry in, in Atlanta. Wow. <laughs> taking, taking care. You know what people said to me, Pastor Justin? They said, man, Elijah, why are you taking care of their kids? Yeah. This was people who were on the praise and worship team at mm. the church. Mm. Well, why are you doing all that? Why, mm. why, how come, hey, why don't you come out with, oh, no, I can't go out today. I, I feel I have it on my heart to take care of their kids so they can go out and do something. Wow. wow. And they were like, Elijah, what, what are you doing? Mm. Why are you doing that? You know, you, you want, yeah. don't you want to see Atlanta? Don't you want to do some cool stuff? Like, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Why? Because you've got to sit. Now, is it easy? No, it's right. not. But when you do this this way, God can establish you. Yeah, yeah. You're, wow. See, because when you— I love that. Do you see what I'm trying to say, guys? I, I don't want to just be talking to say stuff. But when you join yourself to where God put you and put their vision before yours, God can work on your vision. Yeah. That's who you want to, right. to have his hands involved in. Brother, everybody's vision needs to be supervised Yes. for a, for a time. Mm. Man, I tell you, I love I love what you said there. That's supervision. It's, it's true. And here's the thing that I want to say. This is the wow. big thing the Lord said to my wow. heart. He said to me. He said this in my transition from Texas to Atlanta. He said, Elijah. A lot of times people are looking for shortcuts mm. for this mm-hmm. way to get there quick, mm-hmm. this way to do that quick. Mm-hmm. The Lord said to my heart, Elijah, faithfulness is the shortcut. Wow, oh, I believe that. If you That's will solid. be faithful, wow. God will get you there in less time and better shape. Yeah. And then, and then he wow. redeems time. Wow. You know, and so from that place, I served that church in Atlanta. Let me finish that story. Served that church in Atlanta. Uh, November that time, the pastor looked at me. We were doing communion mm-hmm. one Sunday. And the pastor looked over at me. He said, hey, the Lord put it on my heart to, or- to ordain you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that is that okay? Well, you know, he's the Pope Catholic. <laughs> 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 but you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes, of course, of course you can. So what am I saying, though? That's not why I went there. Yeah, right, I went there because right. the Lord said go there. Yeah, yeah. Here's what he told me afterwards. He said, Elijah, this is like right before the Sunday where the ordination okay. service would happen. He said, Elijah, you know, a lot of people move here and they come to the church. And it wasn't necessarily a big church, but they have a great work, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times people come here. And they come with more degrees than a thermometer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. That's awesome. And they come and they ah. and they expect to get ordained. <laughs> they expect to get ordained. He said, but the Lord put it on my heart. They set up. They set up a whole thing, guys. They set up a whole thing where you have to be here this long. You have to have done this much stuff before you're ordained under their, their ministry. Mm-hmm. But here's what he said. The Lord told me about you. He told me to throw it all out the window. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Why? Because faithfulness yeah. is the shortcut. If you will be faithful, where God joins you. You're not all called to ministry, watching and listening right. to this podcast. You're not all called to do that. But right. wherever God called you, uh, be faithful to the ministry. First of all, the church, the, the body, mm. the assembly that God's put you under. Be faithful there, number one. Yeah. Put God's things first. Find a life. place of supervision. Find a place of supervision, and then God will take care of your vision. That's so good. Oh, man. That, that's Goodness, good brother. I got I to take a sip. I'll, I'll drink to that. Rev. This is Goodness. going up in my heart. Um, it's probably for somebody. Um, in Psalm 37, mm. this is a verse that the Lord brought, it, brought up to me. Uh, similar to Elijah. This happened to me a couple times. The same kind of thing has happened, but this particular time, um, I was— uh, so the church I'm at now with Micah Herbert in Hollister, Missouri. Shout out to Pastor Micah Herbert. Uh, Tanny yeah, that's Love Church. Tanny Love, right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where we're, you know, we're doing worship at the conference next week. Um, so I've known Micah for a long time. He's known me since before I was free from drugs and all this other stuff. There's a whole story there. Yeah. But um, he approached me um, in the early days and, and asked me to, to be a part of kids' uh, worship with him. And I'm a musician. Faith Life? In Faith Life okay. Church. Okay. So I'm a musician. I love to do music. It's my, one of my favorite things to do. And uh, so I started to do worship with him. And I, I got all of two weeks into it. And I get a call from, from Micah. Because I was also on camera team at the while. Now, I, I, I was not nearly as passionate about camera as I was about music. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, so I get a call. And he's like, uh, so uh, they said that they need you on camera. So you can't do kids worship anymore. Well, I was bummed. Mm. I was not, you know, exactly happy about that because I, you know, I enjoyed being with Micah and I enjoyed doing music and so. But anyway, I was like, okay. So I did camera team for for years at Faith Life Church. But you know, doing camera is uh, what set me up to go serve Jeremy and Sarah because that's what I did for them. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, can I tell you something that all these years later, guess where I am and guess what I'm doing? Yeah. I'm with Micah Herbert, and my primary thing is with Micah yeah. is music. Yeah. So. Here's what I want to bring up. 
the Bible says, uh, trust in the Lord in Psalm 37, trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land. And, and the new King James says, feed on his faithfulness. Ooh, come on. Mm. Feed on the faithfulness. Yeah, that's good. It says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires and yeah. secret petitions of your heart, the Amplified says. Yeah. Commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he'll bring it to pass. Here's what I want to bring up, talking about vision, talking about you know, dreams and desires. You know, the vision that you have and, and what you're passionate about may 100% be from God. But there's some things that God has to refine mm-hmm. about yeah. that. Yeah. See, back then when I was doing music, I had way too much of an ego. Mm. I wanted to be seen. Sure. I wanted to show off. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. As a musician, it can still be a temptation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's something you have to guard against. Right, right, right. But the Lord's had to take time to refine my heart, mm-hmm. to help me to realize it's not about me, it's about him, to get to the point where I want to bless people with music rather than impress them. Wow. That that's, I want to inspire good. them that's rather good, than bro. intimidate them. Yeah. Come on. And, but all these years later, I'm with Micah. Doing music, and there's such a grace to do music with Micah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that grace wouldn't have been there back then because God gives grace to the humble. Right, right. I'd also be as bold to say He gives grace to the faithful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it takes humility to be faithful. Yeah, definitely. So it's not that you give up on your dreams. If a dream's from God, it's right. Now, if it's your thing, you're just what you want to do. That's different. You know, I was a teenager. I thought I wanted to be a rock star when I grew up. Yeah, that was my thing. I, I never thought, oh, I want to be a minister. I want to do this. No, that's not cool. Like, I wanted to, you know, be this other thing. That was my thing. I had to lay that on the altar. Mm-hmm. And I had to find out what God's dream was for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But when God puts a desire in you, there's nothing wrong with that desire, but you've got to submit your vision mm-hmm. to somebody else's supervision so that God can purify you, prune you, trim yeah. you, so that you can bear real fruit. Fruit yeah. that remains in that, that last. Remains. Fruit that yeah. remains. That remains. Yeah. Wow. Hey guys, we we've come to the end of this, but uh, uh, Elijah, I want you to uh, and and Ben both. Any closing thoughts? You know, I know we've talked about a lot of things, but it just one last thing that's just coming up in your heart. You just want to say, challenge the uh, listeners with: be faithful. Find your spot. Find your sweet spot. Find you're there, right? Wow. The, the Bible says that I've commanded someone to feed you there. Talking there. to the prophet Elijah. Mm-hmm. Find your there. Find where God has joined you. And what God has joined together, let not man. Come on. That includes, that includes, that's I know that's good. talking about marriage. Right, right. But that includes but no, what he calls. That, that applies. Yeah. Let not man yeah. put us under. That's wow. right. Be faithful where he's joined you. Submit your vision under someone else's supervision. Let God work on your vision while you submit and help someone else's. That's what's on my heart. Hey, so good. Amen, amen. Ben, you got any closing thoughts? A lot of people want to be the king. Um, David was out in the field serving his father. But you know what came to David before the kingship? The anointing. The anointing came to David in the field. A mm. lot of people mm. try to find their ministry good, in the man. pulpit. That's good. But your ministry wow. is not in the pulpit. Your ministry is ministered in the pulpit. Your ministry is found in the secret place. And yeah. the anointing comes to wow. you in the field. Wow. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's, so that, that's another podcast. That's another another podcast. podcast. <laughs> hey, uh, Elijah, why don't you pray for the listeners? Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. you know, I just believe that there's a grace going to be imparted to the hearers. So just, just kind of pray along those you, lines. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank we, you, we gather around your word. We say your word is true. Father, we thank you for each and everyone listening to this podcast, watching the podcast. Father, we say work in us, all of us both to will and to do of all your good pleasure, sir. Work in us, Father, to to, to desire to be faithful. We want to be found faithful. We do. We want to be found doing the thing you called us to do. And, Father, we thank you that it's in the field that the anointing comes and increases and grows. Father, we thank you. I'm reminded of David, Lord. He was anointed when he was in the sheepfold. He wasn't anointed when he uh, fought Goliath. He was anointed in doing what he was called to do, submitting to his father, submitting to his earthly father. Father, I thank you for each and every person listening that they would find the supervision and submit themselves under it and allow you to cultivate and grow the vision that you put in their life, Father. We give you praise for all this in Jesus' name. We speak life. We speak of a place of, uh, mm -hmm, thank you, Lord, that if you were in a place where you've gotten offended right now, repent. Mm -hmm. It's not too late. If you're listening, if you're watching, repent. 
mm-hmm. and get back into this thing. Get back That's into right. fellowship with him. The Bible says that even if we're unfaithful, he remains faithful. Mm-hmm. He's willing to take you back. He's willing to add to you. But don't allow mm-hmm. offense to come in and can disconnect you from what is your place, your place called there. So, Father, we give you praise for all these good things in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Elijah, how can people get a hold of you, find out what you're doing, follow you, etc.? www.merleministries.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook at I am Elijah Merle. That's I am Elijah Merle, uh, M-U-R-R-E-L-L. Elijah, just like the prophet Elijah in the Come Bible. Uh, spelled the same way. Hey, man, listen, I don't make the rules. Nah, I don't I just, make the rules. I just enforce it. <laughs> so, um, but that's where you can reach out. I've got a podcast, Greater Than Podcast. Stand up, man. Uh, listen to it. It'll bless your life if you feel so led. Uh, we talk about what's going on in the world and culture from a biblical yeah. perspective to remind ourselves that greater is he on the inside of us than he is in the world. Amen. Ben, uh, you've got a podcast, several things that you're doing. How, how can people get a hold of it? Uh, just type in no contempt with a K. Contempt with a K. It's yeah. No on all your podcast. favorite podcast yeah. platforms. Yeah, Everything except Pandora. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. All you got any social media? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just no contempt on Instagram okay. and okay. Benjamin Pace. Benjamin Pace, keeping pace, bro. Keeping the pace. That's that's a very, very, not overused pun, just very much used Used pun. pun. And it's, you know, it's fine. You can keep using it. It never gets old to me. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's our honor. Hey, listen, uh, if we can help you in any way, it would be our honor to do so. Of course, uh, several ways you can reach out to us. Send us an email at hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv. Or call us, 870-741-741. 9099. We'd love to stand with you in prayer or agree with you concerning something in your life. I want to give a big shout out to all of our partners, our friends, some people call them patrons, but anybody who has supported the podcast in any way via your prayers or financial support, we say thank you so much. We couldn't do it without your supply. And so I just, uh, I just, I'm just blessed. We are blessed. We wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for you. So uh, thank you again for tuning in. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. Until next time. Be blessed.